I had a wonderful mentor, John Wooden, who would say, John, make every day your masterpiece. In fact, what he was trying to teach me was every moment matters. So many times we rely on tomorrow doing well to bail us out of today when we're not doing well. 120% tomorrow is an impossibility, but 100% today, that's possible. And never rely on tomorrow to bail you out because it can't and it won't. That's why you need to make every day a masterpiece. That's why every moment matters. So today, you got it in your hand. Grab it, do it right now. If you do it now, you're preparing for tomorrow. If you don't do it now, tomorrow, you're gonna to try to repair yesterday. And you just can't do that well. Every moment matters. See, here's what's amazing. At any point in your life, you can just decide to write a new script. You could decide to become a whole new character. See, the leading character in the story of your life is you. And guess what? You and God control the script. You could write a new script at any time you want. Listen to me. At any time you want, you can simply decide to be a new character. I'm strong now. I'm beautiful now. I'm handsome now. I'm bold now. I'm funny now. I'm smart now. I'm going there now. Stop telling the old story. Aristotle said you are what you repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence ought to be a habit, not an act. To shoot for the stars, to be the best that I can be. Good enough isn't good enough if it can be better. And better isn't good enough if it can be best. If you're gonna do a job, do it right. There needs to be an alarm clock where performance is measured, performance improves. Secondarily, the more you can shrink the time frame where you measure performance, the better chance you can have to alter that performance and improve it. So what do most people do? At the end of every day, they sit back, they look at their calendar, they look at the results, and they measure the performance daily. Well, who do you think is going to do better? The person who measures it once a year? once a month, once a week, or once a day. We all know the better adjustments, they've shrunk the time frames down, they adjust, they get better, they improve daily. And then there's the max out 1% of 1% performers, and they have a clock that goes off every hour. What did I do to move closer to my goals? What did I do to move closer to my outcomes? Have I achieved the things in my to-do list today? Have I achieved my biggest and baddest outcomes of the day? And every hour, did I move closer? Did I move closer? What adjustments do I need to make? What do I need to celebrate? What tweaks? What's been accomplished so far? You will become more productive in your family, in your personal relationships, in your faith, in your business, in your fitness, in your nutrition, in your money, in every area. The way you begin each day sets up the way you live each day. I mean, the Spartan Warriors said it so well. Sweat more in training, bleed less in war. And if you want to be literally undefeatable in business, literally unstoppable in life, you really want to dial in your morning routine. You think you're further away from the outcome, and so you pace yourself like it, and you jog all the time throughout your life. The people that win may have a bigger vision, but they have accurate 
depth perception. They understand how close their goals are, how close their outcome is, and they're constantly in a sprint to get there throughout their day. That means consequently, they get started earlier and they finish later. The person who is in a bigger hurry throughout the day ends up winning the day, winning the week, winning the month, winning the year, and winning the life. Either you're going to control your time or your time's going to control you. Either you are going to dictate the terms of your life or you're going to be somebody who reacts and responds throughout their life. Show me your schedule and I'll get a sense of your true values. I mean, your schedule each day really does predict the rest of your life. So it's not about what you talk about, it's about what you actually schedule. When you wake up in the morning, the greatest thing you could do for yourself is not touch or look at this device for 30 minutes to an hour after awakening. So that when you wake up, you take control of your time. You control the time. You control the beginning of the day. You get clear, you meditate, you pray, you stretch, you think, you go through a gratitude exercise. If you look at the people who are getting traction on great results, they are people who spend a lot of time alone. And they spend a lot of time thinking and they spend a lot of time in this ritual of reflection. It's very easy to be busy being busy, but let me ask you, what's the point of being really busy in your work life or your personal life if you're busy around the wrong things? I mean, it makes no sense to spend the best hours of your finest days climbing these mountains only to realize on the last hour of your last day, you climbed the wrong ones. Absolutely predict your success is how much time you spend in silence, solitude, and stillness. Just thinking. Thinking about how you're living. Thinking about how you're working. Thinking about whether your daily behavior is aligned with your deepest values. Ask yourself this question or write about it in your journal. What is the one project that if I did it, flawlessly over the next three months would literally change the game for me within my organization and within my marketplace. A, a country mother quoting Henry Ford saying if you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. You see it takes knowledge and wisdom combined to grow your influence so that you'll make up an impact if you believe a certain worth about yourself, a certain identity, that impacts the type of action you're willing to take. So if there's a goal you've got set, it doesn't matter what it is, pick a goal. To the extent that you believe it's consistent with your identity is to the extent that you will make an effort towards it. Inspiration does a lot better when it's coupled with perspiration. Everything worthwhile is uphill. You've never heard someone talk about accidental achievements. You've never heard someone that got to the top of the mountain and somebody asked them, how did you get there? Kind of look confused and say, I have no idea. The reason they know how they got there is because they had to walk all the way up the mountain. Nobody lifted them. There were no shortcuts. There's not an elevator. There's not an escalator. It's all effort that gets you to the top of the mountain. There are a whole lot of people, they want to be inspired in great things, but they don't want to do the hard work to achieve those great things. It's not either or, it's both and. Uh, a third grade dropout daddy who was quoting Michelangelo when he was a cook at Cal Maritime, saying to us, boys, I won't have a problem if you aim high and miss, but I'm gonna have a real issue if you aim low and hit. It's not about making a nice impression. It's about making an impact. It's about doing your best. Wisdom will come to you in the unlikeliest of sources, a lot of times through failure.
When you hit rock bottom, remember this. While you're struggling, rock bottom can also be a great foundation on which to build and on which to grow. I'm not worried that you'll be successful. I'm worried that you won't fail from time to time. The person that gets up off the canvas and keeps growing, that's the person that will continue to grow their influence. But just because you're struggling doesn't mean that you're failing. I think sometimes people equate struggling with failure. It, it's, it's not, it isn't even close. In fact, if you're struggling, it tells me that you're still in the game. I wrote a book several years ago called Failing Forward, and the whole thesis of the book is that we do fall, we do fail, but when we do so, let's make sure we're pointed in the right direction, and, and let's, let's fail forward, let's fall forward. The very fact that you're still struggling means you're still in the game. You know, giving up means that I'm out of the game. The most important decision you can make above any on the face of the earth is deciding that no matter what happens in your life, no matter what happens, you're gonna live in a beautiful state. It means that you're not gonna suffer. It means a beautiful state is that you're gonna be happy, but that's only one. Or you're gonna feel creative, or you're gonna be passionate, or you're gonna be in awe of something, or you're gonna feel love. You can end suffering by stop focusing on yourself and focus on something you want to serve greater than yourself. Your children, your wife, your mission, your life. Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. You'll never be a great shipmate. You'll never be a great executive. You'll never be a great teammate if it's all about you. You'll never be a great supervisor or council person if it's all about you. You'll never be a great staff member if it's all about you. And our world has never needed heroes the way that we need heroes right now. And I'm looking to you to do your part, to be the hero of your own life, so together we build a better world. So roll up your sleeves, look at something you haven't tackled for a while, dive in. You'll be amazed that once after you do the work, you get inspired. Don't wait to get inspired before you do the work.